Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And today we're finishing Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory. Yep. We're we're done. No more chains, no more memories. No more reversed rebirths. No more fucking cards. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, you that's not true because you said there's a dude whose whole gimmick is cards. Yeah, but he's fine. Okay, Ish. no more bad card. No more card mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> also, reverse rebirth is just birth, right? Yeah, I think the whole the the whole thing with it is that it's the he's going in the reverse order in the castle to Sora, and it's his rebirth from the darkness. I like that, but it is linguistically just birth. Yeah, <laughs> just regular style birth. Like just because they have reasoning behind it doesn't mean that it's not a stupid title. Sure. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> cool idea. It still sounds stupid. <laughs> Uh, so previously on Kingdom Smarts, oh, what happened last time? A lot oh, of good Diz. stuff. We met Diz. We met Diz. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Great. Uh, who I, again, I am 100% confident is just Walt Disney's unfrozen head on Abe Lincoln's animatronic body. <laughs> uh, I saw a picture of him with a visual companion. He looks lanky enough. I'm pretty sure that I'm 100% correct. It's what all the belts are for. They're hiding all the robot parts. Yeah, there's, it's uh, it's number one, hide the robot parts. Number two, keeping the head fastened on <laughs> to that mechanical body. That's where the mummy part comes in. Exactly. Uh, then what else? Oh, uh, Mickey Mouse beat the shit out of Ansem. Oh, no, I guess that would have been Diz, right? Because Diz was faking being Ansem at uh... that point. Or was that actual Ansem? No, no, no. That was real Ansem yeah. because... Riku's going to fight Ansem. Diz just stepped in to be fake Ansem because, like, that's a good idea at this point in in time. I think what we're supposed to take from it is that whenever Ansem stood in the castle, that was Diz. Whenever Riku was in the, like, actual darkness or, like, the twilight, that was real Ansem. That's Ansem. Okay. So, like, whenever he heard the voice, that was real Ansem. Whenever it was some jerk showing up in a castle. So, so then Mickey Mouse did beat up Ansem. Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> that is maybe my favorite image of the series so far. His number one mouse dad. Number one mouse dad. Best friends for life. I'm sure other stuff happened. Uh, Yeah, I think we ended where Riku's about to go fight Ansem, and he's just like, hey, kill me if I fuck up. And Mickey and, uh, was like, absolutely not. No way. I'm going to save you. I got it. I'm going to save you. Don't worry. If you need me, my son, Riku. Oh, yeah, and I guess the beginning of last episode was when we officially lost Exion. He got killed by Replica Riku. Oh, yeah, he got, like, drank up by Replica Riku. Yeah, and then we killed Replica Riku, who had, like, a crisis while falling into darkness. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, and he was like, oh, what happens to my heart when I die? And Riku's like, I'm 15. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for these answers. I can't I... deal with my own crisis. And he's like, maybe it'll go where my heart will go. And Replica Riku's like, good enough for now. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> and like that, he was gone. Which is a shame because at the end of Sora's, I was like, oh, I really like Replica Riku. Like, he's just trying to figure out who he is. And then we rewound time when he was a wicked dick. And then <laughs> and then he had a real tragic backstory. And then now he's dead again. <laughs> he had a tragic backstory and then he died in his own puddle of darkness. Yep. Rip. Replica Riku. It was the early 2000s, after all. He had to brood that hard. Yeah, he brooded so hard, he evaporated. <laughs> and uh, didn't Riku meet Naminé? Oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, because he went to the egg room and and Sora's like, or well, Sora's asleep and he's like, oh, look at him just laying there, just like he doesn't even know, he doesn't care. And she's like, do you want to get your memories fixed and it'll cheer your heart up and so Ansem can't affect you? And he's like, no, because then I wouldn't be able to give Sora shit about it. So, <laughs> but you know, that's that's quality best friend levels if you're not gonna wipe darkness from your heart, yeah. so you make fun of your friend when he that wakes is, up. That is hashtag squad goals. <laughs> I love Riku so much because, like, it's the right thing to do, right? Because, like, he knows he has to beat Ansem. Like, he yeah. has to do it. He can't just, like, take the easy way out and, like, lock him away. But he's still, like, the reason I'm going to say out loud is not that because I have to save face in front of this new girl that I met. Because <laughs> I'm still a 50-year-old boy and I have to pretend I'm tough. So. I have to pretend I'm cool and, like, she seems like she's got her stuff together and I don't want to seem like I don't even though I super don't. <laughs> I don't want her to see the cracks because yeah. they're everywhere. So, yeah, no, I need to be able to make fun of my friend. So please don't fix my heart. Thanks. <laughs> don't erase my memory. So I can give Sora a noogie. <laughs> uh, and I think that was pretty much it, right? Yeah. I think that was it. Okay. So we don't have a lot left, according to you. Uh, No, we do not. All right. Well, uh, if you are ready. I am. Your time begins now. All right, like I said, we ended last episode where Riku and Mickey have their please don't kill yourself 15-year-old boy yep. conversation. <laughs> what a tough conversation to have yeah. as a mouse dad. Just like, hey, I'm Mickey Mouse. I'm not built for these conversations. Have you yeah. heard my voice? Yeah, I'm supposed to be able to tell you when, like, there's too much water and that's it. <laughs> like... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we leave that hallway and that's when we get to fight our way through Castle Oblivion like we did as Sora. Okay. And then at the end of all that, uh, Sora or Riku appears in one of the new white hallways. It's like a bit more fancy, like how it was when Sora was going to meet Marluxia. Right. Like there's like decorations, but it's all still white. Yeah. Yeah. And so Riku just is there and he summons his sword and immediately starts yelling for Ansem to show up and ask him <laughs> where he is. And uh, we can hear Ansem laughing where he's all just like, oh, what's the hurry? I... <laughs> I need to stop writing hot next to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be here a, in the heart of darkness. Can you take a picture of your notes and put them in the next visual companion? They, they won't be legible, but well, I'll translate them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, he says he'll be in the heart of darkness. And kind of like he does a thing where the, there's a big, long, empty hallway before Riku. And he just kind of like lets it come to light really so it's just like hey just like walk down this hallway and come fight me dude yeah and he's like yeah watching you plunge into the same darkness inside of you and riku just runs down the hallway and he ends up in a new room and it's like all dark well of course it's <laughs> it's not it's not gonna be an anthem fight without some darkness look he's got a theme i he is sticking to it at least i think that yep oh no that room is not till later. Okay. Never mind. It's just a white hallway. All right. I, I gave it too much credit. We're still white hallways. <laughs> still in white hallway. All right. But yeah, so Riku runs down and he's just like, I smell you, Ansel. Show yourself. <laughs> Again, still not the best sentence to scream. I can smell your Dracar Dracar Noir anywhere <laughs> in this castle. And Ansel portals in. He's like, I've watched you fight. I know your strength. Your skill with darkness has grown, become more mature. And yet, Why? Why do you accept the darkness but still refuse me? It's like, you know, you and I are similar. We both follow where the darkness leads. I mean, no. He, this is, okay, so Ansem 
is I feel like this is the worst attempt at gaslighting that you could do. Yeah. Like he's trying to be like, no, you like it. And Riku's like, clearly not. He's like, oh, you just, I'm pretty sure you do. He's like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, his gaslight is just leaning in going, are you sure, though? Are you sure? But for real, though, are you sure? <laughs> Slides over a fold of paper and Riku just opens it. like, do you like me? Yes, no, or maybe? <laughs> no. Slides it back. <laughs> he just crumbles it up and throws it back and slides over another one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ansem keeps going. Indeed, we are the same. So why does some part of your heart still have a fear of the dark? And Rikus is like, no, that's not it. <laughs> and he's like, the truth is, and then he summons his sword again. He's like, I just can't stand your foul, <laughs> your foul stench. Sick burn, buddy there. Yeah, I uh, I hate the smell of Dracar Noir and clove cigarettes, and I'm fucking done with you. <laughs> Ansem. I just sounds like someone's like gross uncle. He just he's he's like uh, he's like a hot topic manager circa two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That explains the trench coat. That explains the trench coat and the weird shirt. Hey, the deepest of deep V's. Yeah. Yeah. So Riku does his sick burn, and Ansem keeps going. He's like, "You're a fool. You should know my power as well by now." Twitch Riku yet again still on those sick birds is like yeah I know oh I used all the power that you had to give and Sora still beat me I'm not at all impressed with your power. <laughs> I like I I I'm confident that he is just saying that because no one else is around to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a totally different story if Nominate was still around. Yeah, if anybody was still there, he'd be like, no, your power sucks. Is the problem. <laughs> Ansem keeps going. <laughs> Very well. In that case, you shall sink into the abyss. And, like, he does that, like, where he, like, bends over and, like, raises back up all dramatically and just starts to summon a lot of darkness to the point where, like, it engulfs the screen. So it, like, becomes the transition, and when it, like, fades back in, Riku's in the new arena, which is, this is now the room that's, like, made up of darkness. Okay. That's pretty neat. That's a, that's a pretty cool trick. Yeah. And, uh, in the middle of it, Ansem's standing there with his guardian, like how we had when we fought him as Sora in the first Kingdom Hearts. Right. Now, you promised that he would not turn into a spaceship. He does not. I promise you still. Okay. Because I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he attacks Riku with his with his guardian and Riku dodges and starts like being all smug. And that's where we cut into a boss fight with Ansem. And like, it's nothing too crazy. It's pretty similar to like all the other Ansem fights that we've been doing. He just now has his yeah. guardian. So it's acting a bit more like that Kingdom Hearts 1 first fight. Okay. Yeah, so we beat them, and we cut to the two of them in the hallway, and they're, like, catching their breath the way that they love to do in Kingdom Hearts games. It just seems like it's their fucking favorite. Like, they just do that all the time after, which I like. I like, I I, I genuinely enjoyed the trope, yeah. but Kingdom Hearts uses it a lot. My favorite trope of theirs is just when people dramatically say people's names, because then I, that's doing this thing, I was like, I just don't want to keep saying people's names. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily in Kingdom Hearts 2, things will actually happen, so I won't just be reading dialogue. <laughs> this is a very dialogue-heavy game compared yeah. to the first one. So no, They just stand there while they're talking, so I'm like, I can't like cut around it and be like, oh, he walked around while he said this. <laughs> just radio with faces. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're back to Ansem's dramatic ass yelling, insolent brat. And then he throws <laughs> some darkness at Riku, but um, Riku blocks it and like disperses around him. And then, like, he yells and charges at Anselm and again does his cool samurai slice and he's super into this game. He's, like, really good at it, too. Yeah, he's been, like, I feel like he's been practicing it for right now. 
Yeah, everybody else was literally practice leading up until this. <laughs> and he does like a, uh, this is the end, and then does the samurai slice. Nice. And, of course, Anselm starts to like fade away, and he's doing like, this is hardly the end. Your darkness, I gave it to you. My dark shadow lingers someday. Someday I will return, and he, like, dramatically holds his hand up as he explodes into darkness and, like, drowns <laughs> the room in it. Uh, gross. So, yeah, he can't do anything half-assed. No. I do appreciate that he is whole ass or nothing. Or no ass at all, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so the screen goes all black, and we can just hear Riku's voice as he's saying, like, Sora and Kairi. And, like, we hold on that for a second until the little glowing white ball of light appears, and we hear Mickey's voice all like, Oh, gosh, Riku, I know you want to do this alone, but you don't mind getting a little help, do you? <laughs> and Mickey appears next to Riku in the darkness and is, like, putting his arm around him to, like, help carry him through the darkness. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, again, they're both floating, so it's ghost physics yet again. Like, he's floating, yeah. he'd be fine, but you know yeah. what? It's, no, do it. No, the point is that his dad came to pick him up from a sleepover he wasn't having fun at, and that's what's important. <laughs> Don't have a stomachache. <laughs> Can you come get me? Yeah, so Mickey appears, helps carry him through the darkness, and then like the screen kind of fades to white, and uh, we cut back to a do- uh, door, doorway, a hallway with a door in it, and it's the door from the beginning of the game with Sor- Sora, so it's like the entrance to the castle. Okay. So like, they made it, unlike Sora. Yeah, who has to just sit in an egg until the next game, I guess. Yeah, he has to take a nap, and then eventually he can leave. Yeah. So uh, Mickey and Riku are walking up to the door, and Mickey's just like, so Riku, what happens next? Are you going home? And Riku just kind of slows down. He's like, I can't go home. Not yet. It's still here. It's really faint, but I can sense him. So I think his darkness may still have a hold on me. Oh, that's such a bummer, dude. Like... Like, what's the end game for Riku? Like, he just has to keep doing stuff until he can get rid of all this darkness? That is such a... That's so tragic. <laughs> He's just so, like, melodramatic and, like, a hot topic kid. He can't help it. I just... I can't let it go. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a belt with the holes in it. You know the one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember some of his past... His next outfits, and I think <laughs> there might be that belt with holes in it. <laughs> But yeah, so Mickey's just like, your darkness belongs to you, just the same way your light does. Up until now, I thought darkness was something that should never exist. Then I spent time with you and changed my mind. The road you choose, I didn't know. Light and dark, back to back. With you, I think they might have met in a way no one's seen before. Aww. He's like, I wonder where that road leads. I'd like to see for myself. And like, he holds his hand out to Riku and he's like, I'd like to walk the road with you. And Riku just kind of laughs and, like, shakes his hand. And he's like, oh, I'm really flattered, your majesty. I don't know what to say. To which Riku's like, gosh, Riku, you know, you don't have to call me that. We're pals now. <laughs> you can just call me dad. Yeah. <laughs> to which Riku's just like, all right, fair enough, Mickey. Aww. And then we fade out from there. And we fade, we cut to the outside of Castle Oblivion, where it's, again, those, like, the weird, like, green cartoony hills, like, the one road. Yeah. And uh, Riku and Mickey are walking, they're both in their black coats, and Mickey's got his hood down, but you can see on the back where they're the big mouse ears. Yeah. It's really stupid, but I really love his stupid coat with his ears. I like that they had, he had to custom, uh, he had to get a custom super magic cloak that lets you travel through the darkness. Is that why Diz disappeared? He was just downstairs just sewing it real quick? Yeah, he had to sew some ears on it real quick. Sorry, it's, it's a kid's size, but it didn't have the weird giant saucers on the top, so. 
Rico and Mickey, they're in their black coats, and they're walking down the road, and they come to a crossroads where there's three different paths, and Diz is blocking the path. A fucking course he is. Yeah. And Rico's just so tired. He's like, oh, what are you going to make me choose now? <laughs> I like that Riku has everyone's number. Yeah. I really like that about him. <laughs> to which, of course, Diz is like, well, I'm going to make you choose between the road to, the road to light, and he points to the right, or the road to darkness, and points to the left. Mickey, like, looks really concerned for a second as he's looking over at Riku as he's thinking about it. And Riku's just like, neither suits me, and just walks around Diz. And he's like, I'm yeah. taking the middle road, and just yes. goes down the road behind Diz. Nice. Suck it, Diz. Yeah, and Diz is like, oh, do you mean the Twilight Road to Nightfall? <laughs> and Riku's just like, fuck off, no. It's the road to dawn. <laughs> yes. And that's oh, when we fade boy. out, and we get the credits. All right. And there's only, there's... It's not really a secret ending or anything. Like, it's part of the credits, but we do get a few other scenes. Okay. But yeah, like, we go through, it's playing, like, simple and clean. It's showing a few shots from the games. And then, like, towards the end of it, like, the way they're doing it is that, like, the credits are in the center and, like, there's a little screen to the side. Okay. And then, like, the credits just kind of, like, go to the side and the screen kind of takes up more space. So you'd be like, oh, shit, this matters. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we get one scene where it's just Riku and Mickey, they're walking outdoors in like a big rocky area where everything's kind of like purple and blue. Like it looks kind of cool, but it looks like they're just kind of like in a mountainous area. Okay. And uh, Riku stops while they're walking and like falls to his knees and grasps his chest. And Mickey runs over all worried. But Riku does like the, oh, I'm fine. And like gets back up and just keeps walking. And Mickey's like kind of nervous, but keeps falls after him. Yeah, uh, that's... Yeah. Oh, uh, it's cool. I'm fine. Fifteen year olds should never have to like clutch their heart for any reason. <laughs> it's just my dramatic. darkness. It's fine. It's fine. I, my darkness is acting up. <laughs> and then we get another scene where we're in Twilight Town, and a character walks by screen in an outfit that we haven't seen before. Like it's a lot of khaki. There's a lot of uh, like checkered board stuff. Okay. And you can kind of see from the bottom that he's got like a little bit of blonde hair. And he walks by three three other kids who we haven't seen before, but they're all eating popsicles. There's uh, a skinny kid in camo with, like, weird blonde hair that kind of looks like Luxeus's, where it's, like, slicked back and, like, really curly and weird. Okay. Uh, there's a, like, a kind of, like, chubby kid in a jersey with, like, dark hair and a um, headband. Then there's a girl with brown hair, like, in a bunch of orange and white. And, like, they walk by and the blonde, the blonde kid kind of slows down to watch them. And then he turns to leave, and Axel's beside him in in frame, and he kind of just like slaps the kid on the back as they keep walking. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it's one of those like he's slapping him on the back to like keep him walking, but the blonde kid's not walking, and you can see that Axel's getting like a little like not like frustrated, but like that kind of like sighing a little bit. Where he's like, "No, just come on, I'm not mad, but yep. I'm getting there." Okay, I don't know, I don't like it. Get out of there, kid. I don't trust Axel. <laughs> And then we cut to the two of them on the top of that big weird clock tower in Twilight Town. Like the, yeah. And there's like a ledge that you can sit on. Okay. And they're sitting there and now they're eating the weird blue ice cream that the other kids were eating. Okay. Well, the blonde kid's eating it and Axel just like looks at it kind of confused before finally trying it. And like he shakes his head after he takes a bite, which part of me is trying to like read into it with knowledge of other games. I was just like, do you not get it? Are you upset? Or I don't know what this emotion is, but I'll deal with it is, later. Is it that he can't enjoy it? Because yeah. didn't they say something about that earlier? Yeah, like, they did. That nobody's 
can't enjoy things or whatever. And he's like, oh, I did, I felt something. That's look at that. Maybe he just maybe he just doesn't get any joy from ice cream, which is the saddest existence there is. I will just say this is probably these little things are just like, hold on to these for the next game. Okay. And then we get another scene where it's nominated with Sora's egg. And um, Diz is there. And it kind of... Like, it took me a few... Like, like, I watched it a few times, and Namine does look a tiny bit older. Like, she looks a little bit taller. Okay, as time has passed. Yeah. How long has Sora been in this egg if she has grown? <laughs> and, well, Diz and Namine, they like, looked like they were talking, and they both turned to, like, face the screen as, like, a black coat walks into frame. Uh-oh. And they turn to look at the camera, and the camera shows, like, from the chest up of the person in the cloak, and it starts panning up, and we see Riku's hair, like, touching his shoulders. Okay. And then, like, it stops right at, like, his chin, and you can see a little bit of his mouth, and you can see, like, a little bit of, like, black strands of something in his hair. Like, he has, like, something tied, like, around his head or around his eyes. Okay. Like what we saw in the weird video from Kingdom Hearts 2. Right. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 1. 1. Yeah. We're we haven't done 2 that. yet. Did we do 2 and I did, and I forgot it? <laughs> oh, shit. I'd be really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to yet another scene where it's the blonde kid in the khaki again walking into frame and Twilight Town's behind him again. Okay. But this time we can kind of see more of him and he's got like blue eyes and like really weird main character anime kid hair that's kind of blonde and like spiked to the side and then up. Okay. Sure. <laughs> exactly main character anime kid hair yeah and it's one of those like uh they do the thing that they did at the end of kingdom hearts one where like the poem starts coming up it's like beyond the path without you is a forgotten promise to keep when it says that the three kids that we saw earlier come running up to the blonde kid super excited and they're all like talking okay and then the poem comes back it's like we may have walked side by side but now we go back to back and, like, again, it shows, like, the kids are coming up with plans and, like, the blonde kid turns around, he's smiling and he walks towards camera and kind of does, like, he blocks out the camera and then, like, it cuts to him in another scene and then, it, like, cuts to another scene. Okay. And though our paths may not cross, all paths are connected somewhere. And it shows the clock tower. Okay. And he's walking around the top of the clock tower to the spot where we saw him and Axel earlier, but no one's there. And he goes, when I arrive at where you are, we may not appear to be as we were. And it's just one of those, he's looking out at the city, but the camera's like looking where he had been earlier. Okay. And then the screen goes black and it says, but we make another promise to keep. And then it fades away. And that's the end of Chain of Memories. All right. And it's left uh, you with some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. We still got 11 minutes on the clock. I'm just going to pause it. We don't need okay. to. We don't need to <laughs> time the rest of it. Okay. So. Is nominee okay? You don't have to answer. Is nominee from Twilight Town? That's I think she is. That is my theory. Twilight is it Twilight Town? Yeah. Yes, Twilight Town. I was like, is it town or city? It's Twilight Town. Okay, that's my theory. She's from Twilight Town. Don't know who this blonde kid is. Don't know who these little kids are. Obviously, yeah. I don't like that. Axel's like, hey, I have to. You have to do this thing. Come this way. I don't like that. I don't trust Axel at all. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't trust him. I'm a little worried. That it took plural years, probably, for Sora to get his memories back. Well, he, he's not even out yet, so who knows how long. <laughs> A lot of stuff going into Kingdom Hearts 2 that now I'm just nervous about. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so there's that. That's where I am on Chain of Memories. I really like it. I really like Chain of Memories. A lot of, a lot of good emotional stuff in there. Yeah. Like... 
I know I harp on the system and everyone keeps getting upset with me or explaining to me how the card system works with guys. I get it. I yeah. wouldn't hate it if I didn't understand it, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> we appreciate you trying to change our opinion, but that's never a good look. Yeah. It's never, never really works out. I'm also a very stubborn person. And the more you'll be like, hey, change your opinion, the harder I'm going to feel that opinion, <laughs> which is why I hate Axel so much. I'd be okay with Axel if people didn't get mad at me every time I said I don't like Axel. If everyone could just chill for a second. Yeah. So like it went from, oh, I don't really like Axel. To, oh, now I hate him because I hate you too. <laughs> But yeah, like, I really love the story of Chain of Memories and like, it's really good. But I think I always just remember the card system and like, instinctually like rank it lower in my list. But then like, I watch it. I'm like, oh, right. I'm crying because this game is just a lot. <laughs> uh, I think that, yeah, it's, um, I don't know if there's like a term for it, but like, all of like the worst things if it's like very bad, the worst part of any given thing is usually like the first thing you think about when you think yeah. about that thing. Unless it's like something you like unabashedly love. If you filed it away in the I love this and you're gonna be like, no, 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 there's no bad things in it. Like there are, but I have to think about it for a little while for those yeah. to come up. It's like how I can say I love Sailor Moon and then everyone's like, but Super S. I'm like, oh, I wasn't thinking about Super S. But... Super S doesn't matter because they're just talking about Sailor Moon. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, it's like Turbo. I love Turbo. It's real bad. Like Power Rangers Turbo, like, is pretty bad the whole time. Um, but I love it because there's an episode where a robot gets a jacket that turns him evil. Also, you can't be too mad when Diva Tox is on screen because she's perfect. She's the best. She's perfect in every way. Carol, the Carol Hoyt version took some revving up. This is not my. I have a whole Power Rangers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I so I totally get that. Like like Chain of Memories, like, right? Right. I had a terrible time playing that game. But then you think about, oh, no, no. But then, like, there's that whole Namade and Sora stuff at the end and yeah. Mickey Mouse is Riku's dad and it's great. Actually, yeah, like I said, I mentioned last time, David's playing through it now and, like, he gets angry thinking about playing Chain of Memories because that's just how much fun he doesn't have playing it. Yeah, that sucks. But it's just like, but I want to beat it and it's Chain of Memories. It's my favorite. And, like, when it gets to cutscenes, he'll be like, oh, but then it's like, back to gameplay. And he's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, other other than that, it's real good. And do you do you, I assume you feel better on Riku now after we left him in so Kingdom Hearts much 1? better? <laughs> uh, number one, I was worried about just him in general. But number two, like at the end of Kingdom Hearts one, he's still kind of a wicked jerk. Yeah. Uh. So, but now I don't I don't know if I like him better than Sora, but I don't think I like him less than Sora. I think they are they are neck and neck. Yeah, that's kind of how I view like the whole trio where I'm just like you guys I just love all of you equally. Yeah. Like, I put I usually put Sora a little bit on top just cuz he's the one that you play as, so he's the one that's easiest to get the most attached yeah. to. And you've got the most time with him yeah. over the game, so. But then when like everyone else shows up, I'm like, "Oh, you're all just doing your best." Everyone's doing so good out here. Look at you. Oh, Riku, I love you. You're just <laughs> What a good boy. That's why like, I would always get so stressed out when people were just like, yeah, I'm going to skip Riku's side and just go straight to Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm like, but you're missing so much for Riku if you skip his side. I can't imagine. Like, I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts 2 except that Pirates of the Caribbean is in it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's kind of it. Oh, um, yikes. We have to get there. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all right. Hey, uh, I hope you guys are ready for us just to dunk on Johnny Depp for 30 minutes at a time. 
Oh yeah, there's that too. Also, there's just like real people with a cartoon character standing in the background and the game's like, it's fine, act normal. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I feel every time I go to New Dunk City in Mario Odyssey. It's just little tiny Mario. I'm like, are these people 10 feet tall? Is Mario two and a half feet tall? What? Why? Why are we doing this? Oh, you can just jump on their head and they're fine? Okay. All right, cool. Um, but like, I can't imagine leaving Riku there at, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. And then showing up in Kingdom Hearts 2, apparently a little older, like in a in an organization coat, uh, which you wouldn't really even know about, pretty much. Like, yeah, because you get the reasoning of why everyone wears those in chain in chain of memories. And like you only like you don't even see them in the first one, except for that one guy yeah. in the in uh Castle Oblivion. Not Castle Oblivion, fuck. Hollow that's Bastion. Where we were. Hollow Bastion. Yeah, that's um, only in the final mix, so yeah. we in America only got that recently. Like three years ago, yeah. So like you would just he would show up in like a bad guy coat, and then I imagine other organization members show up and you're like, oh, the bad guys wear this, Riku's a bad guy, and you don't know. Like you don't get it. Yeah. You don't trust him, and he just he's been through a lot. Yeah, and like I'm sure you've heard everyone making the jokes that like Riku's the edgelord. And like, if you play Chain of Me- or Kingdom Hearts two without the context for Chain of Memories, like it it does seem that way when he shows up because he is two thousand and five brooding. Right. I also don't know what an edge lord is. Like <laughs> strictly speaking, I know I know I've heard the word and I cannot figure out a context for what exactly it means. You'll know it when you see it. Okay. <laughs> you, you know the like the dudes that wear like trilbies and like trench coats and like have katanas and think like the Matrix is really cool. I mean, to be fair, the Matrix is really cool, but yes. <laughs> it, it, it's okay. I think it's a good movie. Uh, it is pretty cool. Uh, but, like, you know, the people are, like, too into it where they show up dressed as Neo and you're like, stop. Yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I was at, uh, I haven't been to a comic shop in a while, uh, but I was there, a, actually, this probably would have been plural years ago, uh, there was a signing and uh, Josh and my friends Josh and Sesha wanted to meet the person there. George Takei was there. Uh, and I think he's fine but i've only seen him in heroes really because i don't like star trek so i was like i'm not gonna wait in line to pay money to say hi to a guy that i like i only have a passing interest in um so i was like just hanging out in the comic shop there were kids there like i say kids they're probably like 20 uh playing Yu-Gi-Oh! like it was fucking casino royale (laughs) like this one dude had like an e-cigarette that he was like vaping fucking hard playing Yu-Gi-Oh in a in a trilby hat and i was like all right buddy you need to chill out you need to take a step back reassess like, some stuff like i said you'll know it when you see okay. it okay i've only heard the word and now i have perfect context for it also uh see ready player one okay yeah oh no i won't you you couldn't pay me well you could i have a price that i will go see it for but like, look in its general direction yeah i try not to oh it's so <laughs> I just can't believe that Iron Giant is getting more advertising for that movie than it got for its own movie, and that makes uh, me very angry. Oh, I absolutely can believe that, because Iron Giant has the the history of people being like, we still love it even if you hate it, and we're still going to watch it and like it, and then being like, yeah, let's get some money out of it now. Yeah, I saw someone, they're like, oh, they put out an Iron Giant pop toy, that's awesome, then like, the logo said Ready Player One, they're like, oh, okay, trash. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Here's the fun thing. Ready Player One is just Funko Pops, the movie. That is true. <laughs> it's just a it's a uh, a soulless, dead-eyed version of all the things you like just thrown at the screen. Anyway, I'm not I know some people probably are into it. <laughs> Do you? 
Anyway, we got some castings. Oh yeah. That we uh, said we were going to talk about. Unless we want to just like save that, save it again. I feel like we've been putting it off for too long. No, let's talk about it. And Shannon is uh, is the one who's getting all the names because some people sent spoilers, even though we said over and over again, don't send spoilers. Yeah. The so, tweets with the spoil- spoilers have been deleted, so thanks, dude, for uh, for listening to me. But you didn't resend in your tweets, so I don't have anything for you, man. Sorry. <laughs> uh, also, in the future, please don't send in any spo- anything at all, <laughs> literally anything. For anything past where we are in this podcast, I don't want to see. I yeah. just, like, the less I know, the better. The better this podcast works, the less I know. So that's uh, that's that's where we're trying to live. And I know I've been guilty of forgetting where things happen in the timeline, so I get it. It happens. But also just, like, sometimes you'll, like, type it out and then just stop and think for a second and then delete it. <laughs> just, like, screen it. Yeah. If you don't know, do a Google. Just, like, think where you were in the game that we are and if you knew who that character was. Yeah. Like, when it came out. Uh, I have one... I didn't I didn't think of this a lot, because I've, I've been busy, but I do have one casting choice for me, other than, of course, Zach Sherman as Diz. <laughs> I'm sure some people, like, get that, like, got, get the reference. A lot of people are like, who the fuck is Zach Sherwin? <laughs> Just do a Google. This actually went Disney, and you'll—I promise you—you will not be disappointed. (laughs) Um, So my first, uh, my only one is for Sora, and it is a kid who I have never seen act, and I have never seen the show that he's on at all. Uh, He's on a Disney Channel show called Stuck in the Middle, I believe. Yeah, Stuck in the Middle, Um, and he plays Ethan. I just lost his name. Where did it go? God damn it, Jake! You just had it one second ago. There it is. he, he plays, like, one of the kids on this show. His name is Isaac Presley, and the only reason I am saying that this kid should play Sora is because I follow Serena Vincent, who's a former Power Ranger on Instagram, and every once in a while, he will steal her phone while they are filming, and he will leave messages to her on her Instagram, and they are always like, hey, I'm real glad uh, that you're my TV mom, because, like, I really appreciate you, and you're really great, oh. and it's always, like, these super nice things, and uh, he seems like a really sweet kid, and that's exactly who I want to be Sora. He does look like a really sweet kid. I'm looking up, looking at him now. Uh, yeah, he, in like I think a video that he put up today, it's just like him being like, "Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if he's like being a little facetious or not." But he's like, "I didn't really grow up with a mom, so I'm really happy to have you in my life." And I'm like, "Oh, buddy." <laughs> so that's who I would pick for Sora. I didn't really think of anybody else. And he is 15. So boom, perfect. So it's not casting an adult to play a child. Yeah. So Disney, you're welcome. That I'll take my finder's fee of one million dollars. <laughs> Which. Not that I'm judging anyone who casts an adult to play a child as I'm looking at the list in front of me now. Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. It's been happening forever. It's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've cast anyone because the only casting I thought of is for Kingdom Hearts 2, so I won't say it. Okay, yeah, please don't, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> uh, so who do we got? Uh, let's see. I have one from Riley, which is uh, Michael B. Jordan as Axel. Uh, okay. Greg Sulkin as Sora, who's Chase from Run- Runaways. Okay. Uh, Brie Larson as Larkzine, and Harry Shum Jr. as Riku. Or okay. Shum? I don't know how that last I, name I'm not 100% sure how you pronounce it, but I know who Harry Shum is. I've, I have not seen Runaways yet. It's one of my favorite comic books of all time, and everyone says the show is great. And it I'm is like, really I, good. And I'm like, I know that, but what if I don't like it? <laughs> so I just haven't watched it yet. 
Ooh, I do like this kid as Riku. Uh, maybe, maybe soon. Um, uh, but that kid when oh, they showed this the man's pi- thirty five. This why did I call him a kid? That's a man. Harry Shum. Yeah, he's <laughs> he looks very young. But yeah, the the kid, the guy who plays Chase, uh, in the first teaser trailer or like picture for it, it was like here's a bunch of teens and one twenty five year old dude. <laughs> Yeah, he does look kind of like someone's hot dad. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan is good casting for literally anything. Yes. So I feel like that might be cheating, but also if anyone could make me like Axel, it would be Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Also, you know he would be doing some very cool anime moves in any fights because he's a wicked nerd, which I love. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it so much. Uh, I think I watched The Hot Ones, and he said like his favorite anime is One Punch Man. I was like, yes! Nice. We have something to talk about. Yeah. Come meet me. (laughs) uh yeah i gotta uh, i have to watch that i want the only the only hot ones i've seen is sasha banks's um who and she is just like perfect in every way <laughs> yeah i liked hers because she's like i like sailor moon and big bang i was like oh it's sold yeah she's great uh also maybe the actual best wrestler in the wwe right now top top five at least i'd have to think about it for a minute but she's one of the best also if big bang's her favorite band i'm so sorry that she's probably so sad right now because i'm sad about them and i don't even like them that much i've listened to two of their songs and i'm like oh you poor boys you're so good (laughs) anyway who who else we got anybody i think Uh, i think i've I've seen that some people have said it but i didn't look at anything okay uh we got another one from cool down now which is at decade fan i guess i should say riley is at rev rye bread since not everyone knows him yeah we know riley yeah (laughs) cool down now uh at decade fans said uh they said that they're a tokusatsu nerd and that they're pulling their actors from there so okay. for sora they have uh shota taguchi who played the sky blue q ranger and it is a very adorable little boy uh i'm i'm doing some quick googles as we are yeah he's only 13 too so that's the right age range he he is very adorable yes I feel like he would be a good... I haven't seen this... Uh, the Sky Blue Ranger? For, is that from whatever Sentai Dino Charge is based on? Uh, I think so. I'm not going to say so with certainty, because I forget a lot of the Sentai names. Uh, Hyuryuger was that one, I think? Uh, I've only seen the Sentais that um, have been put out on DVD, like officially by <laughs> Shout, which are all the old ones, so I'm sorry yeah. I don't know new Sentai. Uh, here, let me... I'm, I'm on his thing. Let me look it up. Yep, Kyrieuger, which is what Dino Charge was. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. He would. He would. He looks like he would be a good uh, Sora. Uh, and their second person that they said was for Riku, which is Arashi uh, Fukasawa, who played Ar uh, Wataru in Common Rider Decade. Which Fukasawa? does the picture that they attached does look like a little boy ready to fight. Okay. But yeah, it's a uh, Fukasawa. I did a Google. He's not ready to fight in this picture. But he looks cute, and I feel like I would be sad if he had to go through a lot. Oh, yeah, the picture they attached, he's got, like, some cool mosaic stuff on his face, and he's, like, grumping. Uh, oh, okay, yep, found that one. That's on the... Yeah. Okay, that could be... That is super Riku. <laughs> <laughs> and then from uh, Sky Van- at Skyvangola 11th, said casting for Larxene, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell does mean very well. Like, she seems like the nicest human being alive, but, like... Every time she has to do mean, it's the best. So I would 100% buy that. Also, as someone who has been deeply in love with Kristen Bell since 2004, um, yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they also sent another tweet saying, "Nope, retract my casting. Caitlin Olsen would make or would make a good Lark scene." 
who is D from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. He was also very good at being mean. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I would lean towards Kristen Bell just because uh, I feel like she has like the sweeter face. Yeah. Um. So you would be more shocked when she's just like ripping you apart. But hey, that's what most of the the show Veronica Mars is, <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah, I think like Caitlin Olsen looks like she's gonna be mean to you, which I love her, but like she definitely can't do a turn heel because you look at her and go, "No, be mean to me." Yeah, I know yeah. it's what you want to do. Just just let it happen. Just let it wash over me. Feed it to me like grapes. <laughs> <laughs> also, if I skip anyone, I'm sorry. I'm trying my hardest to grab all of them. All right, cool. I got one from Jackie, which is at Queen of RPGs. Uh, we got Emily Osment as Larxine. Okay. I'll have to look her up. I'm Googling her now. I got to talk into my mic when I am Googling things because my voice gets real quiet. <laughs> Oh, I know her. I just can't think of who she is. Okay. Yep, I know who she is. Um, oh, it's Haley Joel Osment's sister. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. So that's fun. Uh, what has she been in? Hannah Montana. Oh, she was Hannah Montana's friend in Hannah Montana. Oh yeah, that's why she looks familiar. Okay. I've seen her in gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. I can see her as Larkseen, even though like she's so close to. Haley Joe Osment, who is Sora, that I was like, no, don't be mean to your brother. <laughs> be nice to your brother. And then uh, she also has Ron Perlman as Lexaeus. Okay. I can see. I could, yeah, that'll work. And then we got um, Nicholas Holt as Zexion, which I could also see. For sure. Yeah, he has a very, like, angular face that I feel like would fit that fucking Fallout Boy ass haircut real well. Yeah, and I feel like he'd be really good at, like, the snotty teenager hiding down in a basement. Oh, for sure. She has Zac Efron for Marluxia, which I love. <laughs> Is that just because sometimes he has very feathered hair? Yes, and I think it's also, like, Marluxia was always really broad under that jacket, so I like the idea that just, like, grown-up, ripped Zac Efron yeah. is also feathered-haired and, like, covered in flower petals. And just very soft-spoken. Yeah. I can see it. And then, um, I feel like I'm going to pronounce this name wrong. Oh, Jordi Mola as Ansem. Can you give me a spelling? Uh, M-O-L-L-A. But the double L is making you think that maybe it's like the Y, because it might be Spanish. Right. I don't know. And if I could just hit the right letters on my keyboard, I could look it up. As, who'd you say? As Ansem. It it might it might be Moya because he is a Spanish actor. Oh, okay. So I had a feeling I saw the double L and I was like, mm, I feel like I'm gonna say it wrong immediately. There's also an accent on the A in the thing that I've looked up on his okay. IMDb, uh, or maybe it's Wikipedia. I can see him as handsome. He has very spooky eyes. I don't know how old. What's what's Billy Zane look like right now? <laughs> Billy Zane, 2018. No, not him. From oh my god, is he bald now? Did he shave his head? Oh, Billy Zane. Yeah. Oh, he's been bald forever. Oh. He's been bald since, like, 2004? The last time I looked at him was Titanic, so that'll do it. Um, yeah, he's been bald since Charmed, and I cannot remember when he was in oh. Charmed, but well, it's a, Charmed It's a good look on him. It, it works. Um, I googled 2018. I don't know how uh, old any of these pictures are, but he looks the same in literally every picture. Yeah. Um, so he probably has not aged any, so he might be a vampire and or someone subsisting off of darkness. So he's perfect. 
to play Ansem. <laughs> he is actually Ansem. Uh, did you look up uh, that other guy, Jordy Mola? Or yeah. Maya? Spooky eyes, right? Yeah, he definitely has spooky eyes. Yeah. He, he looks so nice, though. I feel like he, like that's the trick, right? That's Ansem's trick, is he looks fine, but then spooky eyes. That's <laughs> <laughs> where he gets you. It's that lumpy coat and the spooky eyes. <laughs> And then her last one is Jason Isaacs as Vexen. That's perfect. Yeah, I could see that 100%. That's super perfect. He's a little broad right now. Like, he's like, ever since um he did that show, that NBC show, Am- Amnesia? I don't think it was Amnesia. Where there was like two separate worlds and he would bounce between them. And in one, his wife died in a car crash. And the other one, his son died in a car crash. Um, Ever since then, he's been like bulking up to play cops. Oh, wow. So like... He would just need to like slim down a little bit and he would be the perfect Vexen. I feel like we could Clark Ken him. Oh, probably. Just give him like tall shoes and a little bit of a baggy coat. <laughs> to even it out. I think he'd be fine. And then actually her last bit was like, who the fuck knows for Axel? And then there's a whole thread where so uh Dane Cook for Axel. <laughs> um Dane, look, 2004 Dane Cook is Axel. <laughs> Just like generic white vlogger for Axel. Oh, I saw this. I saw some of this. Uh, yeah. Uh, go go check our Twitter and, and just search through it uh, for a little bit. Okay. And then Riley added um, instead of uh, Greg Sulkin for Sora, consider uh, Keenan Lonsdale. To which I said I think he would be better for Zexion. Okay, he is kind of tall. Yeah, which he is uh, Wally West from the New Flash. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen of him. Like, I haven't seen any of the Flash episodes that he is in, but I've seen like him in things like yeah, uh, like gifts and and pictures and commercials and stuff for the Flash. Um, I think he could play a pretty good Zexion. He seems real nice, so yeah. that would be uh, kind of jarring when he's super mean. <laughs> so <laughs> he just, he's got a good face for like the I'm being like sad, but you still like kind of feel for me. Yeah, but they could all. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I could see him be mean if he wanted to. Yeah, it, it would be a good turn. Yeah, because uh, he does have a very super... sweet face. Yeah, you wouldn't be expecting it. Uh, is that all of them? Uh, I think that's it for my ads. Yeah, because uh, JT never got back to me, sadly. Uh, well, if you get them in, we'll talk about them on our emails episode. Which yeah. is is that what we're doing next week? We're we doing emails next week. Uh, I believe so. All right, so we only have. Three emails. So send in your emails now. We record on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 Eastern. I should have said that backwards like they do on TV. Either way, send in your emails. Anything about Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. (laughs) And that's it. Yes. And we will read them and talk about them on the show. Any questions for me? Any questions for Shannon? Anything like that? uh, Send them in. Uh, I guess we could do here uh, real quick. What do you think is coming next? Okay, what do I think is coming next? Well, uh, the introduction of a khaki boy is thrown. I don't know what he's. I don't know what's up with him. I don't know where he's going. I don't know about that. Everyone's a little bit older, so I'm teen angst instead of preteen angst. Uh, <laughs> I guess they were young teens. They were like fourteen, thirteen. So yeah. it's so hard to predict because there's no there's no pattern <laughs> i can't tell a pattern the oh uh we're gonna find out for sure that uh number one in the organization 13 is riku from the future uh <laughs> i expect there to be no mickey mouse i have a feeling there's gonna be no mickey mouse in this one because 
when my friends were playing it and my little brother's playing it like way a million years ago, like I was still under the impression that they hadn't found Mickey Mouse yet. So I don't think I get I don't think he's gonna be in, in number two. I I would say Kyrie gets some stuff to do, but I know that's not true either. <laughs> so uh I don't know. I hope Nominate comes back. I don't know. I want her to be happy though, so maybe she could like maybe she doesn't come back and just is happy somewhere. That would actually be better. <laughs> Axel's gonna fuck them some things up probably. <laughs> uh yeah, those are all my predictions. Those are those are all good predictions. Okay. I don't know uh anything else. Hopefully by the t- and like this is never gonna get better. The what do you think's coming next is never gonna get better because I know that the games get fucking weird after two. So yeah. Um, so it's just, I'm just gonna start throwing fucking spaghetti at the wall as soon as we finish two. How many villain spaceships do you think we're gonna see? I'm hoping none, but probably at least one. Someone's turning into some vehicle. It's got to happen. It's a pattern at this point. Yeah, that's the one pattern you can hold on to. Yeah, great. Love it. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy. I love it getting all up in my Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> all right, so that's going to do it for us for today. This is a bonus-sized one. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I'm sure there's uh, a lot of spacing of me scrolling through tweets that we can cut out. There's plenty. There's, yeah. pl- there's plenty to cut. Uh, but if you want to talk to us on Twitter, we are at Kingdom Smarties. You can email the show at Kingdom Smarts Podcast. You can use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts to talk about the show. Uh, you can go onto iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podknife, etc. I don't know if we're on Podknife, actually. Any Wherever you found this, go rate it there. Uh, that helps lets people find the show uh, and more people can come on this journey. And basically, I, I assume just point and laugh at how little I know about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, which is all I want. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I'm on Twitter at Shannon Mayner. I've been Jake. And I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. Uh, we still have to get to Kingdom Hearts 2. You know, the third game? Stomach that, cannot start this again. That was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, stomach. Uh, I well, mine was making some noises earlier, so I'm hopefully <laughs> there won't be dueling chance. It sounds like it got it out of its system. I can't feel any more bubbles. <laughs>